Hey, my name is Biet, and we are talking about getting out of your mind. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So really awesome that we're talking about this because as you guys know, I'm the heart guy, but um, there's a lot around the mind and a lot of topics around how mindset and things like that. So I'm excited today to be talking with Biet about getting out of the mind and really get into your soul, getting into your heart. And, um, you know, this came up, this conversation came about because I was like, uh, explaining how I'm not following anybody on Instagram. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I don't follow nobody partially because I was wasting way too much time scrolling my Instagram and not and comparing myself. And I wasn't actually doing so. I tried disciplining myself to just not scroll, but it was almost like this subconscious thing that was happening. And, uh, mm. I, you know, and then my mind would race into comparison and, um, all these things. So I just unfollowed everybody and it's been very liberating. Um, and since then I've had a little bit more of a clear mind, but I'm excited to be talking with Biet today about this. Um, welcome to the show, by the way. I know you're here. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. Of course. So, um, yeah, you were mentioning right before we started recording how, um, getting out of the mind has been of great service to you. I talk about the same, um, how have you found, uh, how did you, how did you get to that spot where you're like, okay, my mind is kind of, um, being more of a negative effect on me than a positive one. Well, it's just the mind is a great tool, and if you are using it, it's fine. Like right. the mind doesn't. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with our minds. Like our minds are terrific. Like if I had a rake in my backyard, that's a terrific tool for raking leaves. <laughs> but if that rake was like decided to animate itself and then like bang into my skull and like send me to the emergency room bleeding, then no longer the rake is like not really that great a tool anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like my life, and I don't think I'm unique in this way, is very much similar to that in that it's like a Stephen King novel where appliances do come to life and kind of kill you. <laughs> so my mind is something that animates itself um, without my without my consent. It doesn't like write me a letter of like inquiry and be like, is it okay <laughs> if I like fuck up your day today? Yeah. And no, it just like gets in there. And so I um. You know, I have just found like for me, I've had my house burnt down two months ago and like it what now, I'm sorry, one month ago, it was the January 2nd Mm -hmm. and now it's like February Mm -hmm. 5th. So a month ago and I was on vacation in Denver, my house burns down. And as with all shocks like that, it was like the mind just shut down and Mm -hmm. there's no nothing greater, no greater gift, you know, not that I'm wishing that upon anybody that their house burns down. It's just that as soon as my house burned down, I was like, Okay, you know, like, guess we're not going to be dealing with that bullshit for a little while, because I know from a life of so much tragedy that the mind doesn't have space to exist within that state, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it just can't. So shocks are a really nice vehicle to, like, swiftly burn through all kinds of shit we wouldn't be able to burn through if we were sitting around thinking about it. Um, so basically what happened is in that space, I just became very blissful. I, I got to see exactly that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be, that there's other people in the world doing things that are like similar to me or like I make even, I'm very competitive. And so I may see it as like a competition and I'm like, they're winning. 
And because mm-hmm. of this, um, because of this uh, reprieve, I was able to be like, no, that's not possible because the universe doesn't make mistakes. No one is anywhere that they are not supposed to be. So I'm exactly mm-hmm. where I'm supposed to be. And in that place, I just was like endlessly blissful. Every single day, mm-hmm. every single moment, I led, literally never left the state of gratitude. And that is not an exaggeration. That is the last, now it's been a month and a few days, right? That I've just mm-hmm. been like endlessly in gratitude. And inside of that, I've also been doing a lot of work on myself, which, because I'm I'm not perfect and I'm flawed, which I know is also like a big hello, because everyone thinks if you're like an awakened guru, then you must be perfect. <laughs> and it's like, oh, also mm-hmm. that's not fucking true. Like they've been right. lying to you all this time. And so I'm working on other stuff, but I am blissful, but I'm working on some stuff because I have flaws. And all of a sudden that start, that stuff starts to get underpinned by my soul. (laughs) Like my soul is like, no, I have this under control. I can do this. And I'm starting to feel this freedom and this joy that I like, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so blissful. And all of a sudden last night this happened, I was like looking at my phone and it dawned on me that I'm a total loser. (laughs) Like I was like, (laughs) oh wait, yet have you taken a moment to consider that you're a total fucking loser? And so I was like, oh, well, let me check. Like, let me go to Amazon <laughs> and look how, how good my book is doing. And like, oh, and then I found some really bad reviews of my book. And you can't like reply uh, to Amazon reviews. Reasons. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you hate my book. But wait, I can't even tell you you're a fucking asshole because you can't reply to Amazon reviews. And I was like, no, <laughs> like you're an asshole. Like you're a mean, mean person. Have you written a book? Go fuck yourself. And so, um, <laughs> um, so I did that. And then like, it just really hit me. And like, and then of course I had dreams all night about like, what a fat mm-hmm. loser I am. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, wow hello mind like thanks for visiting you know mm-hmm. so um you know luckily I, I wanna, I, I wanna, I, yeah i was gonna I'm interrupt real quick and say yeah, go, yeah go i was it. just gonna interrupt one second and be like and say uh first off like your mind just wants to be right and so if it has a thought that's like oh see you're a loser you literally went out of your way like out of your schedule <laughs> of your day to prove to yourself <laughs> that that was the, the truth you know what I mean? Like that's the, totally. like you said, how the mind animates itself and how it can be, <laughs> uh, a, a detriment really. But I, uh, one thing that You know that what? I actually, to about... be fair, I just wanted to say that I didn't go, I went to amazon.com to prove my mind wrong. And so I will oh, just say wow. that for anyone who's yeah. listening, like you'd be surprised your mind is a fucking psychopath and it will kill you yeah. regardless of what it's attempting to do. Because the truth is, is my mm-hmm. soul, if I had listened to it, would have been like, None of this matters. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but, but the mind yeah. is like, I will show you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. so, and then of course I went with one attempt and found something else, but go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. No, definitely. And I think that manifests in other ways. Like for you, it was looking at reviews of your book for other people. It's going to be like pulling up an X on Facebook um, or yeah. looking at their Instagram Ooh. or whatever, you know, that's a huge one. And it, the, the you know what you're going to find. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I want to check in on them because I care. No, you fucking know what you're going to find. <laughs> you know how you're going to feel. So at that point, it's just a program that's running. Of, See, I'm right. Um, mm. What was I going to say, though? Oh, I absolutely love your uh, perspective on how you're, you're referring to the mind as this entity outside of yourself. You're not saying I and mm. you're not embodying it. And I think that that's pretty key on how you're able to detach yourself from your thoughts instead of letting the thoughts control you or overwhelm you and run your life. Um, could you talk a little bit on that? 
Yeah. Um, you know, my work, I, I'm a master of a thing called fourth way work, which my father was this awakened teacher of, and I studied my whole life. And one of the main tenets is like, you need to kind of get outside yourself so that you can watch your life like a play. Or as Shakespeare mm. said, to be or not to be, that is the question. <laughs> and like, and I, I don't exactly remember the exact quote, but it's something about life is just a bunch of actors on a stage. And <laughs> so, you know, on the one hand, like that can feel very cold and <laughs> like, so it's a real fine line. And since you're the heart guy, you understand what I'm talking about. Like right. emotions are super important and they come from getting connected to my body and getting connected to my trauma and getting connected to the fact that I'm going to die and getting connected to all of that real stuff. I just right. had a baby too. So like getting connected to that, mm. it's like, it's excruciating. It's for anyone who's listening who has a baby, it's like, it's excruciating. And so, um, I mean, in the sense of like how much love you feel, you're just like, no, yeah. no I don't think I can, I can't handle this. So, <laughs> so on the one hand, you want to get into those things. On the other hand, you can't become identified with how it goes in the sense that, okay, I didn't know that on January 2nd, my house was going to burn down. And so if mm -hmm. I was really attached to this gorgeous architectural brilliance that I lived in, which was like one of the most beautiful homes in the world, I would be very upset about that. And, and so it goes that we're going to get attached to certain things and we're not going to get attached to other things. And we got to see what is going to be kind of the killer for us and mm -hmm. be mindful of those things. Like everyone's different. Like for me, vanity is a big one. Competition is a big one. Uh, power mm -hmm. is a big one. And so mm -hmm. I know that those things are, um, they, they can appear real. And so the more I'm clear on what could appear real, I keep a mm -hmm. tight lock on like keeping an eye on those things, you know, so I'm not like, so one of the things that makes me feel really good is like admitting a flaw. Because if I'm so addicted to power and vanity, then my mechanics are going to want me to constantly be like, I'm amazing. Yeah. Aren't I amazing? Yeah. So like, I remember the other day I went upstairs in the house that we're in, in Denver and the nanny was there and the, and the kid and my, my husband. And, and I got upset because my husband like ate all the peas or something and there wasn't enough peas for the baby. And it was just like the dumbest it wasn't like not a real problem. And yeah. I just got all upset about it. And I watched myself get upset. And in that moment, I was like, look, it doesn't even matter. I was like, I just get worried about the dumbest shit. Like I was able to mm -hmm. caught, I was able to catch the moment and not actually spin out about peas and then <laughs> say out loud, I get um, worried about the dumbest shit. And then my nanny laughed, which made me feel so good. I was like, oh, she's laughing mm -hmm. at me. Like this makes me feel so good. So what mm. I'm trying to say is like the, the, the miracle is, is if we can actually catch ourselves and not get like dragged away, we can actually make fun of this beast inside of ourselves that wants to kill us. Yeah. And I think that that's, again, you're, it's just non-attachment to yeah. a lot of things. And, and I forgot who said it. There was some, a quote, maybe it was like Yoda or something or like <laughs> actually somebody not not from Star Wars. Uh, I think somebody said a quote along the lines of like, be learn to, to learn to get rid of everything that you are holding on to or something like that. Something along the lines mm. of, of that, where it's like what you're holding on to, whether that's an identity or a relationship or a house or, you know, for me, it was like my accomplishments, uh, learning to let go of 
and recognize that that thing is not you. Um, and it doesn't make you. And I think there's also another quote that says your heart has to keep breaking until it opens. And it's like, you can either learn to, to detach on your own or God, the universe is going to kick you through the door enough times until you learn the lesson. Cause that's what we're here to do is expand and grow and learn. Um, we just have to be present with that. And literally looking at it from, like you said, looking at your life as a movie and, and these characters, uh, from third person. And yeah. the more, the more, whether that's through journaling or meditation or mirror work, like that people can just get in that perspective of observing yourself, not just the things around you, um, really does help with that detachment from your thoughts and even in your feelings that can be so overwhelming at times. Yes. 100%, you know, just kind of, and you know, and it's also about knowing that you don't know, like, um, yeah. I had, I just went to LA for a week and I had all kinds of incredible meetings and, um, I did all these events that I was commissioned to do. And like, it was all very, like my ego was not hurting if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I was like yeah. rolling around with celebrities and like, you know, just like t- touching my boobs and being like, I'm so amazing. And like, wow, <laughs> that was happening. I, um, you know, I was very careful to not let it eat me because I was like, this is super fucking dangerous for someone like me, uh, because the voice inside me wants to say like, that's right. You know, like it's sort of like Mm -hmm. in that, I don't know if it's Cuba Gooding Jr. or like someone, I forget, like one, one, like an Academy Award or some award. And they were like, fuck you basically to everyone who ever didn't believe in me. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And I think there's this part of me that is kind of accomplished. I've accomplished quite a fuck ton in my life, but it's like, I plan to accomplish quite a bit more. And I think there's a part of me that's like this nerd. I was never really a nerd. So that's a bad word to describe me, but like some angry little bitch who's like, yeah. that's right. Fuck you. X, Y, and Z person who didn't <laughs> believe in me. Like, see, I did right. it anyway. And I think that like, if that's the person in me who ends up winning an Oscar, I'm fucked. Because yeah. I'm not going to end up being at the Oscars if that's the mode that I'm in anyway. And I'd rather like, okay, if I win an Oscar, great. If I don't, great. But I just really just want to be enlightened and feel blissful. And if that's my primary aim, then like maybe I'll win an Oscar. Maybe I won't. Like I plan on it, but I'm like, we'll see, you know, what happens, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm, totally. That's just a completely different reframe. And, and it's all intention, like you were saying. And I love that you mentioned the side of you. If that, if you're letting that lead, it can be very dangerous. And that's probably what will keep you from doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So what advice would you have for everybody listening who, um, is kind of becoming a, a slave to their mind and kind of entrapped in the vortex of that in the moment? Uh, whether you, they're aware that they're in their head too much or they're kind of paralyzed in fear, whatever it is. What advice would you give people to getting out of their head and back into their spirit? I think the advice I would give is to just remember the paradigm that your life is meant to be a proposal to the divine, not a command. Mm. So like if I'm like, yes, okay, so like I'm recording a new record right now um, and it's coming out in June and I, you know, I do these huge meditation experiences all over the world and I score them with my own music and now I'll be performing live. And my vision, yes, is to 
win a Grammy and to actually affect the lives of millions of people with this music and, and my book and so on and so forth. But mm -hmm. like, I bring that to the universe as a proposal. And as a proposal, mm -hmm. it's so much calmer because I don't actually know if the universe wants that. I don't know. And I, mm -hmm. I love that feeling of not knowing, like I'm not, you know, there's that feeling of, You've heard people who are winners at life be like, you need to visualize it and you say like, nothing <laughs> else is going to fucking get, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I just love like, okay, that's great. Except for the fact that whenever I've gone that route and I've gone that route quite a bit in my life, I always end up a little bit depressed on the other side of that because in the end, there's no end to that kind of vigor. There's no, right. there's never a place where you've like, you're thin enough or you're rich enough. Like you'll always be, I had a friend who had a dad. And I remember she said to me, my dad finally bought a helicopter and he was like super depressed the next day because he felt he wasn't rich enough or like as rich as other wow. people growing up in Greenwich, Connecticut or wherever the fuck that she was growing up. <laughs> and she said that was the moment she realized that her life was not going to be about making money, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, by the way, this woman makes tons of money. But like the point is that she was like, she realized that the, the, the centerpiece of her life could never be that money thing because she didn't want to end up like mm -hmm. her dad. And right. I think it just comes down to this. It's like, I want to be blissed out more than I want to win a Grammy, but I actually mm -hmm. think you can do both um, as yeah. long as you keep seeing it as a proposal. And I can like, I can propose over and over. Like, you know how, like if you go on a bunch of dates and you'd be like, do you, do you want to marry me and spend the rest of your life with me? And like the person's yeah. like, not <laughs> yeah. really, you know, it's like, okay, I'll go ask someone else, you know, like there's other <laughs> doors that yep. will open. And like, and if I need to win a Grammy when I'm 90, like, cool. Or maybe by the mm -hmm. time I'm 90, there'll be something new. Like Grammys will be a mm -hmm. thing of the past and we will be any like pippies or whatever, you know, like yeah. I'll win whatever the universe or what I call God. And I'm not religious, like wants me to win. Mm -hmm. So for the right. people listening, I would just say, see yourself as an agent rather than, you know, the, the producer of the film, like see yourself as an agent. What do agents do? They bring ideas. They're like, do you want to do this? And mm -hmm. everyone else decides, right? Right. I love that approach. And I also just want to reflect back to you that you're, you are like in this, it's, it's intention. Like you were saying how you're like moving in that direction to win a Grammy, but it's not like, I'm going to do this no matter what. It's a, it's like this, you're, you're moving forward with the same intention. It's just a different way of holding it. And I love that. So thank you so much for sharing. Where can people find out more about you and what all you're doing? Well, if they don't follow in your direction and abandon Instagram, I am on Instagram <laughs> and I am at guided by Biet, which is, um, I don't know if you have show notes, but it's, uh, the spelling is guided by and my name is B I E T. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a website, which is guided by Biet.com. And I have some meditations on there. I have a book on Amazon.com called Don't Just Sit There! Exclamation point. Awesome. I love it so much. Well, thank you again for jumping on the show. Oh my God. What a pleasure. So good to be together. Of course. For everybody listening, go check out our stuff. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today.